Hey guys, and welcome to Roman Go Lightly, a podcast for creative adventurers. Hey, 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 welcome guys. I'm Laura, and I'm the creator of this podcast and blog, Roman Go Lightly. Um, and our mission is basically to help you find everyday inspiration and adventure around every corner. We want to get you creative and explorative no matter where you are, no matter what you do, every single day. So every Monday, I'm going to be interviewing some of the ladies and gentlemen that inspire me in the hopes to extract ideas and inspiration to help you lead that adventurous and creative lifestyle that you're hunting for. From artists to entrepreneurs to professional explorers, everything in between, you better believe that I want to pick their brains so that we can infuse some of their ideas um, into our own lives. So if that sounds inspiring to you, make sure to subscribe and leave a review. Um, Because we're inspired by getting you inspired and we want others to find us in this really vast internet space, um, leaving a review helps others find what we do. It's just part of the iTunes algorithm. So if you're really interested in supporting what we do here, make sure to review and subscribe. So welcome. Um, I hope everyone's holiday preparation is going well. I know that I'm about knee deep in all the Christmas mayhem that's happening. It's a crazy time of year. Um, And I just wanted to quickly let you all know that I had a really awesome listener email me asking about what was the best way to gift our course, Creative Coffee Break, to a friend, which I was really happy to help. Um, If you don't know or if you haven't heard of what Creative Coffee Break is, it's our 10-day mini course to help you feel inspired at your workplace. Yep, that's where it gets its name, Coffee Break, from. So there are 10 days with different prompts Um, which are all centered around finding um, inspiration in about 10 to 15 minutes, as much time as it would take for you to finish your coffee. Um, And it's a great gift for any creative venture you have in your life. So I just thought it was a really great idea that our listener wanted to gift this e-course to a friend. So I thought I'd share that with you guys as well. It's available in our shop. um, And yeah, definitely check it out. It's a good holiday gift. I hadn't really thought about it, but um, Maya, shout out good gift idea. You're a good friend. On today's episode, I am sitting down and chatting with Colorado-based photographer and singer-songwriter turned collage artist Brie Lamkin. I've personally been following Brie's work for some time now, and I'm really thrilled that, I mean, finally I'm able to have the chance to speak to someone who I've been following on the internet for so long. Um, She's a fearless dabbler, dabbler in many art forms, Um, And her work is always fresh and witty and smart, and her collage work is like this perfect blend of vintage and minimalist and has an ironic twist on many of its messages and thought-provoking. I love her music as well, soulful, and really it gives all the goosebumps that you could ever imagine. Um, (laughs) She has a great photographic eye for film and composition, and I'm just so pleased that you all get to meet Brie Lampkin today. Thanks for joining us. And Brie, could you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do? Yeah, um, I am a photographer turned collage artist. Um, I kind of dabble in a lot of different creative ways, um, but collage has been kind of my main source of creation right now. Um, but I've been into photography since I was 15 ish, um, so just like high school age. But yeah, 
collage is kind of my, um, I don't know, it's kind of taken over my life the last few years. It's become a huge part of me and what I do, so. That's awesome. Can I ask how you stumbled upon uh, collage art? Yeah, um, well, in high school, I was friends with, like, a lot of um, artsy kids, and um, in one of the classes, I never took the class, but in one of the classes, they had a project that was, we called them sketchbooks, but basically, it was, like, a collage book, um, and you could do whatever you wanted in it, and it kind of just spread to me and my friends. We would get together and just like rip up magazines and make really crappy art and you know just like our little sketchbooks um so that was kind of like my start to it and kind of my first experience with it um and I would use it a little bit to journal like when I was in college but it really didn't become like what it is now until the last couple years I actually was looking through a friend's um, a graphic designer friend's actual sketchbook. Um, and I was so inspired by it. I just went home and I like started turning my office into a studio where I could do collage art, um, and haven't stopped since then. So that's awesome. I think that, um, sketchbooks are honestly sometimes more interesting to look at than like a final piece. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Cause they're just really raw and, you know, um, I don't know. I think it's fun because, like, in high school, I had some friends that would get kind of snooty about, like, oh, they're doing sketchbooks now or whatever. But it's, like, everyone's is different, you know? Like, it's so fun because each book reflects um, a different person, you know? Like, it's hard to copy another person's work. Yeah, and I think, too, like, in a sketchbook, I think people are a little bit more fearless just because... It's not, you're not sharing it. It's just for yourself. So you can make that crappy art. And sometimes crappy art turns into good art, you know? Yeah, totally. Um, uh, so you said you started as a photographer. How did you, how did your journey with photography lead? I mean, you sort of explained your introduction to collage, but, um, tell us about your experience with photography. Um, yeah. So my mom actually used to, I mean, actually she still does, but she has been into photography since I was in middle school. She would do, like, just family shoots and stuff, and that was when um, it was film was still used exclusively. And it's funny because the shoots that she would have, she would just give them the film to go develop themselves. Like, half the time she wouldn't even look at the pictures, which is just so crazy now because <laughs> we're in a world of where you're editing and you have to know, you know, you have your own pictures, but... So I used to help her on those shoots, um, like loading film and just helping with lighting and whatever she needed, you know, just normal assistant work. And I was kind of where I was able to see um, just how it works and the eye, like learning the eye for it. Um, and I think I remember the first time that I really picked up a camera to have like a photo shoot with... I had one of my friends come over and it was just like in my backyard and it was like this big bulky like I want to say late 80s early 90s film camera and it didn't even have like the like lenses that detached it just had like the one lens and did like the shoot shoot you know like when you turn it on um so it was just like so 
bad, but I just like took pictures of my friend in my backyard. And, um, it's so funny to look back on that because I still do that. Like that's what I still love to do to my core is just like call my friend up and be like, let's go have a little photo shoot. Hopefully the pictures are better than they were when I was 13, but (laughs) yeah. So yeah, I kind of started there and then in high school I took photo classes and I was, um, kind of amongst my art friends, I was the one that did photography. There wasn't really anybody else, uh, that was into it. Um, so I was like the weird photo girl, but, um, yeah. And I did film through high school and I studied film a little bit in college too. So do you ever find yourself, uh, thinking back to those times with your mom and, you know, does, do you think that experience making those images with, you know, directing that eye has helped you now with collage at all? Um, yeah, I mean, I was thinking about this recently. I thought it was so strange. I'd never made the connection until recently was that, um, I feel like, like as a kid, I had a a mega desire to create, like I really wanted to be creative, but I'm really bad free hands. Like I can't draw. I really shouldn't be allowed to paint. I've just like, I just can't do anything freehand. I, I don't like my handwriting, you know? And I think as a kid, that's kind of the main source of creating is freehand. And so you, if you're not good at that, you're kind of lost. And as I got older, you know, I found photography and now I found collage where I just need scissors and, you know, a magazine and I can create something. And I just have noticed that the way that I'm able to create with photography, um, I also create in collage where I have to find it you know like I have to see it myself and it has to be I have to be able to look at something and take a picture of it in a way you know that maybe is new or different or um unique and it's the same with collage where I'm looking at an image in a magazine and I'm like what can I do with this how can I make this new and different and say something um that I don't know that I want to say, I guess. That's so, no, that's awesome. I think that like, I I relate to that 100% because I'm someone who's very self-conscious of my handwriting. I was always like one of those people who like wanted to be able to draw, but I always felt very insecure with any kind of doodle I made because it was so like, I don't know, that like hands-on artistry that you do in like elementary school art that sort of art was definitely not my shtick but now with technology I mean I'm sure kids are a little bit more able to experiment in like design and photography so hopefully that opens more doors for them but I know exactly what you're talking about full yeah I mean yeah I still remember to this day being like having a desire to create but just having no means to do so because I was like I can't draw I can't do normal um, art, you know, that, I don't know. Yeah. I didn't think about it. It's probably different now, but, but yeah, it was tough as a kid, but luckily I found my way. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's definitely, that's definitely true. You found your way. And I, I think your collage work is incredibly just smart. I think that it's witty, but it's intelligent. And I think that like, it's also kind of coy and tongue in cheek and, yeah, anyway, yeah. I think the even the way you're arranging and manipulating images is really, really smart. And I'd love to know, like, how do you determine what sort of story or feel that you want with each each piece? 
Um, yeah, so it, some, it's different every time. Sometimes um, I just start looking through magazines or clippings and finding things that catch my eye and ripping them out and just kind of, you know, taking it as it comes. Um, and other times I do have a vision in mind and um, I'll have to look through magazines and my cutouts until I can find exactly what I'm looking for, which I think is the hardest part about collage. Because I, you know, I'm not making it myself. I have to find what I, this vision that I have in my mind. So sometimes it will take hours, it will take days of searching for the right piece. Um, but when I finally do, it never turns out exactly like I'm expecting it, but it always ends up working. But, um, like, for example, with my, I've been doing magazines this year, and um, I've been telling stories in those magazines, so those those pieces I've had a lot of clear visions for, and um, the last one that I did that just came out this month, um, the first page, I seriously had, like, I want to say, like, seven or eight different rough drafts of it, and I even had it printed two or three times until I was completely satisfied. I just kept having, I had this vision and it was just taking forever to execute it, but I finally, um, I'm so happy with it now. Like, it, it looks exactly how I wanted it to. But, yeah, sometimes it takes a really long time, and other times I'm just like, ooh, here's this piece. I could use that to do this, and it takes two seconds. So, yeah. That's an interesting thing about collage is that I feel like you have to, like, remain open to, like yeah. – so many images that come your way, but you also, if you have that idea, like for your magazines, the stories that you're telling, I'm sure you have a concept in mind and you sort of have to wait until the right thing comes along. Yeah, I do. So it can be really frustrating, uh, like, because part of you wants to compromise on it and just be like, well, this would work, even though it's not exactly what I want. And then the other part's like, no, if I just wait a second or, you know, search longer, I can find it and it'll be great. So yeah, I don't know. It's kind of like this internal battle of like, how long do I keep searching or, you know, like what, you know, I don't know. What should I compromise or not compromise that? Can I ask where you, where you do source them from? Or is there any particular publications or uh, resources you use? For my cutouts? Yeah. Um, yeah, I have like 300 plus vintage magazines that I've collected um, over the last couple years, um, I've gotten super lucky just like on Craigslist and things, um, uh, like, I don't even know, like just so many magazines and there's so, a lot of them have been kept in really great shape and, um, yeah, I'm just constantly on the hunt for them, but I have, uh, Better Homes and Gardens is a favorite life magazine, um, I just recently got a huge stack of American Home, which was one I'd never even heard of before, which was crazy because I've been searching for vintage magazines for a long time and just uh, pops this like amazing magazine I've never even, I'd never even heard of before, but that's been a favorite recently. The colors in it are just so bright. I just love the vintage. You don't, you don't get the same kind of color and design in today's magazines as you do in the vintage ones 100 percent. are you like one of those people who like wait for estate sales and like go thrifting a lot too 
yeah, it's like my favorite thing in the world. Like I'm, I'm on like the, like I get the emails about when estate sales are <laughs> coming up, and I wait in line with all the other old people. Yeah, constantly. <laughs> and luckily, like not really anyone's looking for the magazines. Like people love them; they're really cool and they're interested in them. But everyone's kind of like, I don't know what to do with these. And I'm like, I have a use for them, but I'm always terrified to tell them what I'm going to use them for because I just have this fear that they're going to be like, no, you can't cut it up. Like, it's vintage. It's, you know, keep it all together. And so I kind of keep it (laughs) hush hush because you never know. I don't know. That's so funny. I have this very, I don't know why I just thought about this, but I have this clear image of my mother having like every issue of like better homes and gardens or I don't know, Southern living or something like something ridiculous. And she, and I remember, I remember collaging as a kid and she'd be like, you cannot cut this up. This is one of my issues. So I'm sure you're like, "Ah." yeah, I know. I mean, actually, I really have never had anyone say anything. A lot of most people are like, wow, that's really cool that you do that. Or they're like, actually, you're preserving them because you're kind of helping them live on. And I'm like, well, okay, I just, I don't know. I always get nervous about what people are going to say. I'm sure, like, people are there, like, trying to snatch up furniture and you're like, I'm going to sift through all these strange <laughs> magazines. Yeah, I don't even know. I feel like people are never really looking for the stuff that I want. I feel like they're not, I, they want, like, the practical stuff, like, pots and pans and stuff or I don't know and I'm like give me all the vintage great design stuff yeah I don't know yeah you definitely like have like a specific thing you're on the hunt for I like I'm weird I really like hunting for frames at those places like picture frames I don't care about the art at all but if the frame's like really cool I will snatch that up so fast yeah I mean I guess I don't know if I've ever noticed frames yeah I, I don't know I'm just into I love, honestly, estate sales. I just went one, like, a few weeks ago, and I came home, and I told my husband, I was like, something about going and just looking around someone's home and all their vintage things and just, like, kind of making a story about who they are, it, like, fuels me. I don't, it's the weirdest thing. Like, I love it so much. I honestly could spend all day just going to, like, good estate sales Oh, I just love it. You get, <laughs> you totally get a glimpse of, like, a life that is lived in... Like, whenever you enter someone's home, it's, like, a reflection of who they are. But when you yeah. are looking at the scope of the stuff that people have, it's insane. Yeah, I know. I'm sad for the day when estate sales are no longer the kind of vintage that I'm looking for, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see how long it takes, but... <laughs> I th- I think yeah like the vin- you're saying like the colors of vintage print and the design um and the way that you remix them is really really fun I think because it is modern and it's fresh but you're taking these old designs and like twisting them into something that's sort of like a retelling of you know some advertisement and just in like a really like funky smart way so I think I I would be curious to see like where your tastes go cuz all taste changes um Right But I think, like, just the way that you're doing it, I think you are sort of, what you said is true. I really do think that you're you're recapturing these images in a new way, which is really cool. It's a cool way of looking at it. Yeah, um, I know. I I feel like, I hope people can look at my stuff and allow themselves to laugh. I feel like a lot of people feel weird about laughing at someone else's art, you know? Because it's like, 
a lot of people take their art really seriously. I'm just not one of those people. Um, so yeah, I like, I'm so happy when somebody looks at a piece and gets it, you know, and like gets it's supposed to be funny and sees like the irony behind it. Um, uh, yeah, I know. I don't know. It's like so, so exciting when I meet someone that like understands it. Cause a lot of people don't, a lot of people look at it and they're like, huh, that's cute. <laughs> like, okay. Thanks. That's when you're like, you don't get it. You just yeah, don't get it. I get all like teenagery and like, uh, so angsty. Yeah, I know. Is you know, there is there anything else that you're like really inspired by recently? Whether it's you know whether that's in your art and collage or otherwise, is there something you really are feeling inspired by? Um, yeah, I am taking a collage class right now. Actually, um, that is just done in my area. Um. Like, who would have thought in the middle of kind of nowhere, Colorado, there's this collage class that I could take. But um, it's done by this woman. She doesn't have really my style at all. I think um, she does kind of like scenery pieces through collage. So they're like lots of trees and stuff. But um, we've had like three or four just projects within the class. And I've just been so inspired by it. And it's been so fun to just kind of talk collage with people and look at other people's work and challenge my own work. So I've been super inspired by that. I feel like I've just been creating every day because I'm just, you know, when you have an assignment, I felt that way in my photography classes too, where I was constantly just taking pictures all the time because I was just so inspired by the assignments that I got. And I don't know how to like, carry that outside of taking a class you know <laughs> like I need someone to like give me assignments outside of classes but to keep me inspired I guess but yeah that's kind of my main source of inspiration right now I love that I think I'm the same way too because I went to I went to college for music so we were always like okay now we have this project and here's your prompt for this and think about it this way and yeah. I, if someone could like make a prom- maybe this is what I'm meant to do. Maybe I'm meant to make some prompts or something. But, like, if there was a weekly, like, prompt for me to be like, okay, now we're going to think about it this way, and here's your project, yeah. and you have until Friday, like, I'm sure that would be super motivating for a lot of people, but... I know, it would. It's, it would be a great idea to do. I mean, I'm sure there's something like that out there somewhere, but, yeah, I would love, I would love that. There's also something really cool about being in a class, too, right? Yeah, um, I'm definitely, like, the youngest person probably by a good 20 or so years, (laughs) Um, and it's all women, but it's so fun. They're all so sweet, and they're constantly just, like, questioning themselves, but then, you know, encouraging each other and being like, if you're not having fun, then what's the point? You know, like, I don't know. They're just so funny, and I love being around them and um, looking at the stuff that they create. But, yeah, being in a class, it's just good to be around people that are, you know, have a desire to create in their free time, you know? Like, obviously, this isn't for an actual school. It's, you know, an extra class that I'm just taking at an art center. So it's full of people that, you know, came deliberately because they want to spend their free time making art. And I just think it's so fun to surround yourself with people like that. 100%. And who doesn't love hanging out with old ladies? I mean, I don't know who, I mean, they're the best. I love all old people, honestly. <laughs> old people are the best. so fun. Yeah. They're so fun. 
they definitely have, like, a good perspective on life, but they also, I feel like a lot of, this is a generalization, but a lot of old people just try to see the good, the good stuff. Yeah, I know, and I feel like they just have a good sense of humor, and they don't take anything too seriously. I feel like in my photography, like, whenever I shoot weddings or anything, I always gravitate toward the grandparents, because they're always so sweet to me, and, like, joke around and stuff and just kind of make my job easier they're just yeah I love it I wish I could just hang out with them all the time so what did these uh fellow classmates think about your stuff that you're making oh um I think I don't know my teacher really loves it she's been fun to talk to about it because she I feel like she gets it even though it's not her style she totally gets it um I think there are a few women that are a little bit intimidated I had one come up to me the other day super shyly and be like, you know, I don't know, asking me stuff. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I think I, I actually kind of wonder what they think about me just being there. Cause like, they're probably like, why isn't she at work? <laughs> right. Uh, which, you know, I don't know. <laughs> also, they probably think I'm like 18. So, Hey, <laughs> yeah, cute. Yeah, if the younger you can stay forever, like just go with it. That's. I, know, I mean, I guess, but <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I would like to not be mistaken for a teenager. It'd be nice, but I don't know. Maybe I'll mean in my thirties, I'll look like my, my I'm in my twenties. I guess. Yeah, maybe it'll just work in your favor for the rest of your life. I really hope so. But. <laughs> Cool. Well, I don't want to, I do not want to ignore the fact that you and along with your sisters like to sing. Um, so I want to know, like, who do you listen to? What do you, who do you really find yourself trying to not emulate, but who are you, who are you inspired by with, with music? Um, I don't, I don't know. Cause I feel like the stuff that I listen to doesn't really translate into the music that I make. Um, and I, I don't know. I listen to everything I've been listening. I mean, Regina Spector just came out with a new album that's been on repeat. Yes. And, um, Bonnie Bear's new album that a lot of people are complaining about, but I think is brilliant. I love it. Um, I honestly listen to everything. So I've been listening to Beyonce a lot this year, Frank Ocean's new album. (laughs) I listen to Kanye. So I don't know. Like, um, I feel like I just like good music, um, and that that's what inspires me. It's just good music and people uh, having their own style and using it in a way that can inspire other people. So, yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't say that I'm directly influenced. I mean, I guess I am directly influenced by Regina Spector. My style kind of um, mirrors her a little more than anyone else, I would say, Um but yeah, I don't know. I just love music. So I, I think you, you, um, your songs that you make are so good. I don't know. Okay. I've, I've studied music. I've studied music for years and I cannot compose songs the way that you do. So, I mean, take me through your process. It's just me in my office, you know, like with a crappy, just one of those snowball microphones. I cannot, I'm so bad at instruments. Like, it's embarrassing. Um, I really just don't, I don't know. I don't, 
I'm not confident in just being like, oh yeah, I'm so good, this is my process, you know, like, I feel like a lot of times I'll try and record a song, and it just doesn't come out the way that I want it to, and so I have a lot of stuff that's just sitting on my computer unfinished, and um, sometimes I'll sit down, like, for example, I covered Chemo Limo by Regina a couple years ago, and that one I seriously was just like, hey, I'm going to cover this song, I sat down and it was done you know, within like half an hour, and it's one of my favorite covers I've ever done. Um, yeah, I'm really proud of it, and I love it so much. I feel like sometimes it just kind of pours out of you, you know, and you have to just catch it at the right time. But, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I don't I feel like it's kind of often a happy accident, so I couldn't give like a process that's the thing about music it's so like anytime I talk to a like someone who's composed their music or done covers or like or is a really good songwriter it's just like they explaining their process is so like well I just sat down and I just sort of you know plunked around and then that's what happened and I feel like as someone who's not attached to that who's tried to do that process quote-unquote it's like magic right it's just magic you sit down and then there's like a beautiful song in front of you I know, and the the thing is, it doesn't always work, you know, like, you have those times where you're sitting there and you're like, yep, it didn't work today, so I'm just going to close out of this and maybe come back to it later, um, but yeah, those times when it does work, it's just kind of like, oh, wow, this sounds great, and I'm really happy with it, so, I know, I don't know. So, did you and your sister sing a lot together when you were kids? Um, no, I am a good, I'm nine years older than, um the sister that's closest in age with me, and then I don't even remember, like 14 or 15 years older than the one younger than that. So um, I was always kind of the weird older sister that, I don't know, was off doing her own thing and no one understood, you know. <laughs> so um, it wasn't until the last couple of years, um, I, a couple of my brothers and my sister were visiting, and we were driving in the car, and we were listening to a Taylor Swift song, and um, me and my sister were singing it, and she took one harmony, and I took the melody or something, and I was just listening to us, and it sounded good, and I was like, wait a second, (laughs) we should maybe sing together, and so, and I had heard my youngest sister sing, and she's been good for a really long time, it's like annoying that she's so young and really good, um, so I came to visit one time, and I just was like, hey, guys, we're going to sing this song together. And it was Green Eyes um, by Coldplay, and it just kind of came together. And we made, a, we made a video of it and posted it, and I've kind of just been randomly posting videos ever since. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's mostly just fun hobby. I don't really take it that seriously. Um, and then neither do they. So it's kind of just like if we have the time and if it all comes together and no one's crying by the end of it, <laughs> then good. Then it worked out. <laughs> yeah, sister dynamics, I'm sure, is fun to, to cope with together. I'm sure you have fun, but you're yeah, still no, sisters. It's, fun. it's stressful, especially because my, I mean, Mar- Marin is the youngest. There's just such a big age difference. You know, if we were all around my age, it would probably be a lot different. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of hormones and <laughs> there's a lot of sensitivity. And I'm just like, you know what? If it happens, it happens. I'm not going to make you sing with me if you don't want to, you know? So, yeah. yeah. 
I think, yeah, I just think that it's, even if it is something you don't take seriously, I, I hope that you just continue to do it just for my listening pleasure, selfishly. Yeah, I know. We need to do it more. I just, oh, it's just so hard, you know. It's, it's a lot of planning. It's a lot of, um, yeah, I don't know. When it's just you sitting down at your computer and trying something, it's fine. But adding more people and more, you know, ideas and more, I don't know. It makes it a lot harder and, yeah, I don't know. The whole, I think with music, as compared to, um, you know, the visual arts is that it is a collaborative thing most of the time, unless it is just yourself, like you're saying. Like, yeah. when you're when you're in a band or when you're in a show or whatever, if you're in an orchestra, like, there's so much scheduling and just, like, that sort of BS that can drive a person absolutely insane if that's not their main gig. Like, yeah. it's, 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 it's a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like that's kind of where my sisters and I uh, got to where, I mean, they're both still in school, so I didn't want it to be another, like, homework assignment, you know? And, right. Uh, and I usually, I was doing all of the arranging and then filming it, and then I also would play, and... Um, then I would have to take it back home and edit it and all that stuff. It was just a lot of work on my part and I didn't, I was, I'm bad at delegating it. Um, I think as they get older, that would probably be easier, but yeah, I don't know. It just like became not fun. So we took a break and I feel like I'm just kind of slowly like letting it, if it happens, it happens. We, we sing, um, like just together, like with our family and, um, like our family reunion over the summer, we sang a couple times. So like, we still sing together. It just doesn't necessarily always get recorded and posted. So, you know what? As long as it's still being made, like who cares about if the world hears it or not? And I think like yeah. just the process of singing together is probably feels really good. Yeah. Awesome. For sure. So um, since you are, like, dabbling in all sorts of these different art forms and stuff, if someone was interested in learning something new, I mean, whether that's collage or singing or photography, what, I mean, what piece of advice would you send their way for, for anyone who's, like, sort of wishing that they could enter into something new and try something? Yeah. Um, so, honestly, I think the thing that has been the biggest thing for me is looking and observing a lot of other artists that I love and then stepping back and allowing myself to create what I actually create so hopefully I can like communicate what I'm trying to communicate I have a lot of close friends and there are like a lot of artists that I love that um I just can't create the way that they do you know like one particular friend I just think everything she makes is so good and so calming and just like so easy on the eyes and just like I just feel like it's minimal and it's gorgeous and I think it will like stand the test of time and I love looking at her work but it's just not what mine is there are pieces of it that I take to my work so like I feel like I am a minimalist as far as collage goes where often many of my pieces don't have more than two or three pieces put together um I like to say things simply and in a simple way but I have to be able to look at another artist's work and be okay that my work doesn't look like that, you know? Um, I remember 
listening or watching or reading or something, um, an interview of Regina Spector, um, and she was talking about how she, like, really had to get over and mourn the fact that she was not a classical pianist, like, as far as composing went, um, because that's how she was trained. She was classically trained in the piano, and, um, I think you can tell when you listen to her music that she has that influence, but that's obviously not the kind of music she creates. She creates kind of quirky, sometimes um, funny pieces. And I feel like that's kind of how my work translates out, where I love looking at another artist's work and um, thinking that it's amazing, but then I have to step back and say, well, that's not what mine is, but I'm going to love my work for these reasons instead. Or, and I'm going to, let that artist's work inspire me to be the artist I'm actually supposed to be instead of trying to be somebody else. So that's a long drawn out way of just saying that allow yourself to enjoy another person's art without being, you know, ruined by the fact that it may not be your actual style and the the kind of art that you create. Yeah. And I think another thing too is like, I, I know exactly what you're talking about when you look at these people and you're like, it's so beautiful. Why can't I make mine look that way? I think, like, what yeah. you're saying is true. Like, maybe that's just not you. Like, maybe yeah. that's not who and what you're supposed to be making or looking or creating like. Um, right. And also, people need to let themselves be bad. Yeah, I know, right? And make mistakes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just feel like so often... Now, with social media, we can share things so easily, and it's so easy to see what other people are doing that we often look at all of these amazing, beautiful things that different people are creating, and we want to do all of it. It's like, I can do that, I can do that, I can do that, and it's just like, no, that's them. You need to, like, step back and say, okay, what do I actually create, and um, how can I be happy with the things that I create and the kind of artist that I am, and allow other people to be the artist that they are and not, you know, I don't know, let it just ruin you as an artist, I guess. I feel, I feel that way also with music. Like I would love to create music like Bon Iver or like St. Vincent or Sucre. I don't know if you've heard Sucre, but, um, I just love that kind of music. I listen to it a lot. Um, but I just, I cannot create that kind of music and I have to just, love it anyways and then embrace the kind of music that I actually do create and what I love about music that I create so right you're not you're not Bonnie Vera you're Brie Lamkin like yeah (laughs) yeah and there are good things to that you know there are things that I can be proud of as Brie Lamkin uh, (laughs) and still appreciate from afar of what another artist does that's that's so that's something I have thought many times, but I'm really glad that you, like, have said that, because I think it's really, really valid, so thank you. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I've just been thinking about a lot, like, well, for years and years, because I think my photography has also gone through that more than any other um, art form. I feel like for so long I felt guilty about not being a certain kind of photographer, Um and I finally just was like, you know what? I can't, I can't push myself to be something that I'm not. And I can't be upset that I'm not the 
same as this photographer over here. I need to just accept the kind of photographer that I am and be proud of that anyways. Awesome. Bree, thanks so much for doing this. Um, yeah. I am really thankful we were able to talk about this good stuff. I feel like it once we get on a roll talking about like art and creativity, it just sort of just, it feels good, right? Like it just feels yeah. like we're talking oh, about sure. good. Forever. Yeah. Anyway, um, so to wrap up, I just want to know, like, for anyone who wants to find like your work, either that, either your music or your collage work, how can we um, subscribe to your magazines coming out? Like, where can we find your work online? Um, I think Instagram is probably the best source. I usually uh, go straight there if anything's coming out or anything. I sell, um, I sell art prints and all kinds of other stuff on Society6 and links for that you can also find on my Instagram. So I don't know if I should say what my name is or if you're just... No, sure. Yeah, give us your, like, at... Yeah. Um, It's just Brie Lampkin, so B-R-I-L-A-M-K-I-N on Instagram, and that's um, kind of the best way to find anything. And through there, I also have, like, an Instagram for just random little singing bits that I post and... um, yeah, I've transitioned my Instagram to art. I had a separate art account with my personal account, and it just didn't make sense. And I prefer to just share art on Instagram, anyways. Like I don't, I've been getting weird about sharing really personal things on the internet anymore. So I'm just like, I'll just share art. <laughs> so awesome. yeah. Well, we'll definitely we'll definitely like link all all your good stuff on our um on our show notes too. Yeah, thanks so much for doing this. Thank you so much. This was fun. Thanks so much, Bree. Um, guys, make sure to check out our show notes, which has a link to Bree's shop. Her store is stocked with really awesome gift ideas. I'm personally eyeing up one of her collage t-shirts that she sells on Society6 for myself, and um, I know that you'll definitely find some cool stuff on there as well. So we have her website as well as her shop and her Instagram all linked up on our show notes at www.romangolightly.com slash podcast. Um, We have all of our show notes found on there, so you can feel free to sort of scroll back as you're checking out what Bree's up to and um, her awesome shop. You can follow us along on Instagram at romangolightly, and I will see you next Monday. Bye. Bye.